Shane Twist and welcome to Behind the Beef, a podcast that gives you a look behind the scenes and into the everyday activities of the people behind the beef. If you can believe it, today's episode is our last of 2022 and we're doing our yearly recap for Angus Australia to look back at the year that was and reflect on the achievements of Angus producers around Australia and what the society was up to during that time as well as what we have to look forward to as we wrap up 2022 and move into 2023. To do this, we will be chatting with the managers of the various units that make up Angus Australia, who will give some insight into the happenings that have affected their departments and in turn Angus producers over the last 12 months. So to kick off our last episode of the year, we'll start with a quick message from our president and board chair, Erica Halliday, and our Vice President, James Laurie. Hi, my name is Erica Halliday. I'm the President of Angus Australia, and here we are at the Verified Black Angus Beef Barbecue Competition, coming to you from the head office at Angus Australia. We've also had a meeting here with the board. It's a fantastic way to finish up the year with this wonderful competition. Later on today, there's gonna be heaps of people behind me enjoying uh, wonderful Angus beef. So what I'd like to do is just wish everyone the best towards the end of the year. I know that some of our members are still in floods and, and our heart goes out to you. And wherever members can help members, I know that that's happening across Australia and it's part of being a great organization like this. And uh, we'd just like to wish everyone a safe and happy Christmas and looking forward to working with them next year. Thank you. Uh, I suppose to all the Angus family out there, um, I suppose congratulations on a great year, what they've done with some cattle. There's been records broken everywhere at both the state stock and commercial level. So uh, we've, we had two or three tough years a couple of years ago with the, with the seasonal conditions and unfortunately floods have wiped a few people out this year, but most of the country is in great shape and, and um, it's been a very profitable year. And if you've been in the Angus breed, it's uh, probably been more profitable than most, and um, so all the best to, for, for Christmas and the new year. Thanks, Shane. Always good to be on. I enjoy the podcast, and um, you do a great job of these and reaching the members. So, just wanted to say thanks before we start. But uh, yes, I'm Scott, the CEO at uh, Angus Australia since the 1st of March. So this is, you're almost coming up for full 12 months as the CEO. How has that time been in your role? Oh, look, great, Shane. Yeah, I've, I've really enjoyed it, I guess. A lot of travel, a lot of meeting people, a lot of workshops. A whole, a whole host of things have come across my desk, but it's been a really interesting 12 months. And I, I just want to say to the membership, thank you for such a warm welcome. I, I don't think um, I can recall any instance of of uh, anything that didn't cause me to want to continue as CEO. It's been wonderful. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> yeah, no, it's been great. And when I've, I've visited um, quite a number of farms, um, workshops, and the, the, the welcome has been really nice. So thank you, members. Yeah. So Scott, when you think back to the year that was 2022, what words come to mind? Look, Shane, it's all about strategy for me. It's etched in my head, I think. Yeah. Uh, so we've been through this process with the members, with the directors, with the staff, managers of, of developing a new five-year strategic plan. So it's been all about listening and asking the members what you'd like in terms of that strategy going forward. I think it's been really positive. A lot of days away, which is great, but really good feedback, Shane. 
That's great. So what's been the biggest areas of development, I guess, in that space over the last couple of months? So I think, Shane, hopefully the members feel like they've been listened to. So that's been, that was the biggest challenge for us was to get in front of members and for you to give us feedback about where the organisation goes. So, so that's been excellent. And then we've distilled it a number of times with the board and now we've got the new five-year strategic plan. So it's, so it's been a listening phase for 12 months and now I feel we're at the stage where we'll redefine the direction of Angus Australia over the next five years. So in doing so, what does the next 12 months and then onwards look like from your perspective? First of all, there's a lot to be excited about in the breed. So I think that's that's one to take on board. So there's um, huge growth in the breed and I, and I keep hearing good things. So I think that will continue. And when I talk to analysts about the cattle market, the beef market going forward and then the flow on sale of Angus genetics, I think that's, that's a really positive thing that I think we um, will still see good growth over the next 12 months, so so that's great. I'm, I'm hearing, like at the BFEX conference this year, people are growing their Angus programs, which is great because uh, there's a, a shorter turnaround cycle with um, Angus uh, on feed rather than, so our larger competitor that's a year on feed, so, so they're not as exposed. Quickest stock turns, I guess, in their businesses, which is great. We're seeing, um, I guess, continued growth in the feeder steer market, continued growth in the premium and market share. The Auctions Plus report was really gold for our members. We, we see that continuing. And, and the genetic improvement in the bread just continues to go from strength to strength. So so it's all good news. And, and then what we've done and what we'd like to share in the next 12 months is, is what that strategic plan looks forward and, and, and shells out. So our new vision for the next five years will be Angus for every system. And that's that's really important. We've we've come up with a new set of core values for the organisation. So And those values are integrity, engagement, excellence in everything we do, respect within the breed, because we've got uh, different parts of the breed that go in different directions, and we need to hold on to that. We need to have resilience as a core value and simplicity. So distilling everything we do down to simple objectives. Uh, so that's 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 been very important through this whole process, and that's what we'd like to portray to the membership next year. And then we've um, developed six key strategic objectives going forward. One is to build a, a level of member engagement that's without parallel. So we really want to be the best in the business of running a breed society. The second one is to increase the genetic gain of Angus cattle going forward. Thirdly is to increase the Angus premium and the market share across Australia and New Zealand. Fourth is to develop a world-class digital platform that, that means members can interact with us intuitively, easily and more simply. Five is to attract, develop and retain the best talent in the Angus business. So that's within the society but also people within the Angus um, industry. And then sixth is to ensure that Angus has a sustainable and a viable future going forward. So, so I'm really looking forward to now taking that next chapter of sharing the strategic plan with the membership. Our hope is to do that at our conference in May. It'll be great to have the membership come together at a national conference, uh, share the success of Angus over the last few years, and then to plan how we're going to do that over the next few years. So 
big year coming forward. Yeah, I can, I'm just thinking that. <laughs> but that's great to know. So thank you for giving us a bit of a breakdown of what the next 12 months and then further on from that looks like. So as we wrap up 2022, is there anything that you'd like to remind members or let them know or just to say to them heading into the new year? Look, I'd just like to, again, thank the membership for their support of myself, uh, the managers, staff, board of directors, um, all of all of the people involved at Angus Australia. So, so thank you so much. I just hope that everybody can uh, down tools over Christmas, have a have a nice time with uh, family or friends, and that you would have a, a really blessed Christmas and New Year period. And that we hope that 2023 will be another great year for the breed. But thank you for your support of Angus Australia and have a have a wonderful Christmas period. I'm Catherine Duddy. I've been working at Angus Australia since February this year. I have a fairly versatile role here. I work as the assistant to Scott Wright as CEO. I work as the HR manager and I'm also the company secretary. How's the first couple of months or 12 months almost in the role been for you? One of the words I would use to describe it is hectic. Um, I'm avoiding the word manic so that there's room for improvement. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been a really great time here, a great learning curve, and I've really, I've had a lot of fun. We've enjoyed having you. Thank you. So what's been the biggest talking points or areas of development that you have experienced in your role in 2022? The division of responsibilities I've had is a fairly big challenge. I've enjoyed it, but it's been a bit tricky. From a HR perspective, I've been really fortunate to have a long period of learning the ropes from Ron Bauer before he retired. I've really enjoyed the extended time that I had with him and he was really invaluable to me in learning the job. I look forward to building on the legacy that he created and he's been a steward of for such a long time. As company secretary, I've spent a lot of time working closely with Scott and the board and I've been fairly heavily involved in the strategic sessions and Have You Say workshops as part of developing the new five-year strategic plan. So what does 2023 look like from your perspective? It looks like a really exciting year. I'm looking forward to working more closely with the affiliated groups and helping them define their purpose and have a great unity. The board's really focused on listening to the membership as well and I'm looking forward to working with them as we see that strategic plan put into action. It's also been really great getting to know the staff this year and working with them day to day. So next year I have a fairly big focus on staff training and development and I'm really looking forward to working more in that space. Perfect. And is there anything that you'd like to let members know or remind them heading into the new year? I think one of the things I realised coming to Angus Australia is that they offer so many more tools and services than a lot of members would realise. And I think one of the great ways to explore this next year would be to come along to the conference. They will have the opportunity to meet staff and other members and spend some time getting to know one another. Other than that, I'll say have a great Christmas and I hope everybody gets some time to enjoy time with family and friends. Hi, I'm Diana Wood and I am the Marketing and Communications Manager at Angus Australia. So Di, what words come to mind when you reflect on the year that was 2022? That's a really tricky one because I feel like the word unprecedented has been thrown around a lot in the last couple of years for various reasons. Record breaking comes to mind, fantastic season comes to mind 
and high prices come to mind. It's just been a crazy, crazy year. But in saying that, a really great time to have been involved in the beef industry and in particular for Angus breeders around the country. I don't think anyone expected the cattle market to do what it's done in the last 12 months. So it's been just fantastic to see and I suppose a great reward for um, our Angus breeders across the country who have had a tough couple of years uh, in the lead up to that. So it's really great to see them reaping the rewards. Great summary of it, I guess. <laughs> uh, so what have been the biggest talking points for our department in 2022? Well, first and foremost, the marketing and comms team grew again at the beginning of the year uh, with Zintra coming on board to help Sam out with sale catalogues, something that's been desperately needed um, in the last little while. Uh, we talk about that record-breaking year. We've had more bulls listed for sale or females listed for sale than we've ever had in the last 12 months Um, and obviously our New Zealand members coming on board um, certainly saw a massive increase in catalogue services so that's been a big thing in our area. We come back to those record breaking bull sales. As far as bull sales statistics go for 2022 we had a top price achieved this year of $200,000 and 11,811 bulls sold for an average of 15,770 so that's an absolutely phenomenal result to see across the industry and particularly for the Angus breed. Um, I don't think anyone comes close to selling that volume of bulls that Angus breeders have sold at auction. So keeping in mind, there's still paddock sales on top of that. So a lot of Angus bulls have exchanged hands in 2022. In other areas that have been fun to see for our marketing and comms team, we did a lot of our own case studies this year and particularly on some of our younger and up and coming members, which have been really fantastic just to see the passion these guys have gotten to hear their story. A lot of farms are going through that generational change at the moment. Um, so it's really exciting to see that next generation coming through and having a passion for the Angus breed and wanting to take on those properties their parents have built up and to continue working in Angus cattle. So that's been a really fun thing to see. And Obviously, on top of that, our video production has just gone from strength to strength this year. Kate has done a phenomenal job in that area, again, with a bit more of a people focus and just being able to tell everyone's Angus story, show everyone what's happening in the Angus family and telling that story has just been a lot of fun this year and something we look to build on in 2023. Speaking of 2023, what does the year look like from your perspective? As I said, we're going to continue to build on telling the Angus story. Um, There are so many great characters out there in the Angus breed and we can't wait to get whether it's a podcast or a microphone in front of them or a camera in front of them or just to write their story. We really can't wait to get out and about and do a lot more of that across the country um, because at the end of the day, that's what we want to know about. We want to know about the pe- the success that people are having with Angus cattle. We want to be able to share that with the world and encourage more people to get involved with our wonderful breed. Coming back to the youth side of things, I know Jake is probably going to touch on that, but a really big, exciting project for next year will again be Gen Angus taking place in Adelaide once again at the end of May, early June. We can't wait to bring that program back to our younger members of the breed. And the big ticket item in the marketing and comms team will be the Angus National Conference. That's going to be taking place in Tamworth on May 18th and 19th. Obviously been a little while since we've had a big Angus event to get all of our Angus members back together in a room on a bus outside talking not just all things Angus but what's happening in the agricultural world, the ag industry um, and the beef industry in general. So look out for that information early in 2023 because we really can't wait to get our Angus family all back in a room together. 
And is there anything that you would like to remind members about heading into the new year? Uh, we're obviously coming up to a very busy catalogue period uh, as the autumn sales sort of kick off around the end of January and will continue all the way through to May, June. So we'd really like to remind our members to be as organised as possible when it comes to submitting information for your sale catalogues. We know it's a very busy time of year for individuals, but that also means it becomes a very busy time in the office as well. And the more organised you can be in terms of having your registration sorted, your DNA submitted well and truly in advance, and any of your taste data that you're submitting so that we can ensure that everything's there and ready to go for your catalogue um, will just make a much smoother process for everyone. But we know it's going to be a very exciting year and we can't wait for 2023 to see what it brings. Well, thanks for joining us, Di. I guess that wraps up our little section here. (laughs) Thank you very much, Shane. So Liz Pearson, I'm the Commercial Supply Chain Manager at Angus Australia. So Liz, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for joining us for our end of year wrap up. So what words come to mind when you reflect back on the year that was 2022? Well, thanks Shane. It's good to be here. Um, Main things that really, I guess, stick out for me is how wet a year it was and how much we all probably struggled with that. Obviously some far worse than others but but it's just been so so wet and so much grass around we've had a pretty great cattle market for the year um obviously it's starting to, to to come back a bit now but really we've had a pretty pretty great year in the cattle market in the commercial supply chain space it's really been i think a, a good year of, of learning been quite a bit of time learning about uh what was going on in the u.s um so we did a study tour over tour over there uh, and you know what works what doesn't but also learning here from members about what's working what isn't working for Angus Verified and how we can uh, how we can make that system a little bit better uh, and get a little bit more market acceptance of that um, and then finally for the year would be the the barbecue competition that we held here at the office uh, about a month ago um, it was it was a pretty large event but a really hugely successful event with mostly the theme coming out that people had a good time it was a relaxing day and they they got to enjoy some fantastic beef and, and learn a bit too from from uh, the MLA corporate butcher Doug Piper. So it was good having him on board here. So yeah, it was a it was a good good year and a big year. Yeah, so touching on a couple of those big talking points that you just mentioned in your wrap up of the last couple of months or the last twelve months, what have been the biggest areas of development made in your department in twenty twenty two? Yeah, and that, and that is just a continuation of Angus Verified and the Verified Black Angus Beef programs. I guess there's been quite a bit of education in both those spaces around what those programs are, how they work, but also a, a learning from, for, for our side on what do those programs do for our members, for the beef brands that are verified, how do they utilise those programs, and, and what kind of changes they'd like to see to get some more value out of them. So that that continuation and learning of those programs to, to to change them has been big and also that that study tour in the US so that was a real focus on the certified angus beef brand in the US uh, and, and american angus commercial angus programs and so learning what we can from them in terms of what work what doesn't work um, and and seeing some of the things that we can probably i guess build on um, you know, there's that really big difference between what an Angus animal is in the US versus what it is here in Australia and um, our breed content being much higher uh, and then being able to, I guess, capitalise on what, what I learned over there for, for a breed content that is much higher and how that, that'll help our members and, and help Australian beef in the marketplace, in the, in the global marketplace. 
Yeah, great. So when we look forward to the next year, 2023, what does it look like from your perspective? Uh, from from my end, I would say very much working a lot more closely and collaboratively with more industry partners. So we've we've got some really great partners um, in the verified brand space with NH Foods, Jack's Creek and Maccas, um, but really extending that and making sure that we can can work with as many companies as possible. We've already started that in some spaces with uh, with discussions with JBS and T's and and some of those other larger companies. Where how can we collaborate with them that adds value to our members? Uh, so many of our members are, are selling cattle and um, and product into to so many suppliers that that we probably haven't um, had as much to do with in the past. So it's about growing that network and making sure that what we do is really going to help as many members as possible across the country. So, you know, really partnering through that agency side of things, the stock agents, uh, feedlotters and processors being being an important one in that space. I'd just like to also note when you were talking about your areas of development or your talking points from the last couple, and you mentioned your study tour, that was a podcast episode a couple of episodes ago. So for the listeners, if you want to know more about that, uh, make sure you listen to that episode because Liz goes into a bit more depth about that study tour. Is there anything that you'd like to remind members about or let members know about as we head into the new year? I'm really just keen to get uh, get people involved in the Angus Verified program. Um, I think as as we see the market come back a little bit, uh, things are getting a bit tougher and, and people are really looking for a way of differentiating uh, their their cattle from from others and and Angus Verified really provides that to to our commercial producers to I guess make your cattle stand out when the, there's a whole lot of Angus cattle available but Having that verification has, has been seen to really make a difference, particularly this year uh, in heifers. So we've seen some, some on average, uh, above average prices for Angus verified heifers in the marketplace while people are trying to restock and, and look for quality Angus animals to yeah. do that. But yeah, I think as, as a market probably continues to go down a little bit and, and, and levels out probably to something that's probably a little bit more normal, how can you, how can you differentiate yourself in the market and Angus Verified is a great way of doing that. Also too, I'm, I'm intending to get over to uh, some uh, some wiener sales in January. We, we normally get down to Victoria this time. We're going to try, try and make our way across to Western Australia uh, in January. So a couple of those major wiener sales over there. So if you do happen to be at those sales and you see me, please come over and say good day because I'd, I'd love to talk to people and our members and, and Angus producers all around the country. That's about it. I just, um, I guess, I would wish everyone a merry Christmas and a and a merry and safe festive season, and and hopefully they get to spend it with some with their family and friends and and relaxing and um, can I guess enjoy and celebrate the year that was. So all the best to everybody. Thanks, Shane. My name's Christian Duff. I'm general manager of genetic improvement, and I'm also the research manager and today I'll focus on the research part of the role. So when you look back at 2022 what words come to mind for you? Uh, Busy, innovative, new and enhanced, looking forward to a holiday. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. (laughs) So when you look back at 2022 what are the biggest talking points that was prevalent in your department? Oh, the research um, at Angus has really been well supported by our members. Um, obviously, our flagship R&D initiative is the Angus Sire Benchmarking Program. 
again, we're really well supported by our cooperator herds, our, our supply chain partners, R&D groups, but particularly the bull, bull owners from the membership, overwhelmed by bull nominations again, and it always makes it a hard job to cut the bull list back, which we have to do to, to join up with our cows. So um, that was a sort of a key highlight. The other, the other area is just our ongoing collaborative R&D. One of the highlights this year was commencing our low methane beef program with MLA, New South Wales DPI, and led by the University of New England. Um, I think this will be a real keystone R&D project for us going forward, leading to some um, new information to breeders down the track. So that would be the highlights. Great. So when you look forward to 2023, what does it look like? What are the biggest things that you're looking to achieve in that year? Yeah, it's continuing to build on our reference population through the ASPP. That'll that'll be ongoing, and we're committed to that as, a, as an organisation. Starting to crunch the numbers on the methane project, so starting to look at some initial data from the steers going through Talimba, looking through our ASPP steers and seeing what that looks like. That'll be pretty exciting, new data. We're also looking with our colleagues at CSIRO to put in another significant enhancement to Angus Heifer Select. And that's been really interesting. That's been a product we've developed. We've uh, got in our product service offering now for... Commercial producers who would like to access some genomic information for selection. We've just clocked over 25,000 heifers tested now, so that's a pretty big milestone and that's growing each year. But we're going to look to build in some additional information, um, increase the accuracy of our genomic product through more data that we collect at Angus. We're also looking to bring in new traits such as a fertility trait for heifers, which is important. So watch this space, that'll be pretty exciting. Yeah, definitely. And is there anything that you'd like to remind members or let members know as they're heading into the new year? Oh, look, apart from having, I hope you have a really good break. You've put in a lot of effort like we all have in this in this industry. It's been good times, but everyone needs a break every now and then. But look forward to working with everyone out the other end, particularly in our research areas. Start thinking about those bulls to come into Cal 14. If you've got some young bulls on, on site, keep an eye on them and let me know early in the piece if you'd like to nominate them. And look forward to interacting with, with you on our research findings. Can you please introduce yourself and your role at Angus Australia? Andrew Byrne, Genetic Evaluation Manager. And Andrew, what words come to mind when you reflect on the year that was 2022? Uh, so 2022 has been a, another really successful year in the genetic evaluation area for Angus Australia. Apart from just our, I guess, business as usual routine provision of the services in the, the Trans-Tasman Angus Cattle Evaluation um, being delivered every two weeks and also our Angus Have a Select product, which, which continues to increase We've seen generally in terms of the, the utilisation of all our genetic evaluation services has, has increased throughout this year. So um, we've seen an increase in, in the level of uh, submission of performance records, another uh, considerable increase in the amount of genomic testing, increase in, the, in our kind of decision support tools like our um, Angus database search and the online sale catalogues. So all the, the usage and the number of searches of those have increased and are now uh, greater than what they were during the, the COVID of 2020. And most importantly, uh, we've seen a uh, very significant increase in the rate of genetic improvement that's been observed within the Angus breed. So we're now seeing rates of genetic improvement that are exceeding uh, any previous time in history in the Angus breed. So what have been the key achievements or areas of development made in your department in 2022? So in the genetic evaluation space, uh, particularly with the Trans-Tasman Angus cattle evaluation, we're always evolving and, and continuing to incorporate the latest science. And that really culminated in December 2022 with the annual enhancements to that genetic evaluation. And uh, there were five kind of key enhancements made. 
But the first and the most significant of those was the updating of the variance components. So the variance components encompass things like that, the heritability of the traits, uh, the genetic correlation between traits and, and the adjustments that are made to, to adjust for differences in non-genetic effects like the, the age of the animal, the age of the, um, the dam or, or in the case of the carcass traits, the, the differences in carcass weight. So that was a, a major update to all the variance components which are modelled in the analysis which is a really significant and important upgrade. It was uh, the first time that had been done in, in 10 years and um, we've seen greatly improved breeding values now being calculated out the other end. Alongside of that, we had a, a new um, a very important update to the algorithm which we use to calculate the EBV accuracy values and that really uh, will cater for inc the, the large increase in the amount of genotypes which uh, are starting to come into the analysis. We saw um, improved software for the calculation of docility EBVs. So in particular now we've, we've seen a, a large increase in the number of animals which have docility EBVs published which will provide us with a, a great tool for further managing and improving docility within the Angus breed going forward. We saw the introduction of new leg angle EBVs, which will just add to the claw set and the, and the foot angle EBVs, which are, are currently calculated. So there were some significant improvements made within those enhancements, and yeah, we're seeing ultimately a, a, a better tool in terms of the transesmin Angus cattle evaluation that's now available to Angus breeders across uh, Australia and New Zealand. Great. So what does 2023 look like from your perspective? So 2023 is, I suppose, a bit of a continuation of the same. We must continue to have the, the same genetic evaluation services uh, that will be available to, to Angus breeders. But importantly, we're also focusing on some, some pretty key developments moving forward. So we'd hope to see during 2023 some, some further improvements to the kind of genomic-based selection tools which are available for commercial animals. So... Most importantly, I suppose the Angus have a select product, um, so a selection tool that's available for, for commercial Angus heifers. That's been uh, kind of introduced five years ago now and really a stage now of really looking at, at how that's best rolled out to the industry and perhaps in, in uh, collaboration with, with some other service providers. So we'd hope to see some, some modernising of, of the kind of manner in which Angus heifer select is delivered to industry next year. Also focus on um, the commercial availability of our Angus Steer Select tool. So there's been a, a lot of research done to develop that uh, a tool for the, the selection of commercial Angus steers and um, we, we hope to see that that will become commercially available. We're also looking at, at how the Angus Breed Check products, so the using our, our genomic profiles to actually assess the, the breed makeup of, of a particular animal, um, how that's best incorporated uh, within our genetic evaluation services. So it'll be uh, yeah, another continued year of um, further taking research and development and uh, putting that in, in standing that up within our genetic evaluation services that are available to, to Angus breeders. And is there anything that you would like to remind members or let members know heading into the new year? So obviously the, the first and most in, important thing is we just want to wish uh, all our members a, a very Merry Christmas and uh, all the best for, uh, for the new year. But I suppose in, as, a, as a closing thought, I'd say just to, to remember that we now have a, a range of different technology that's available, but it doesn't change the, the key ingredients which make up a, a successful breeding program. And so if we're looking to, to optimise our, our genetic progress and the genetic improvement and it's really important that everybody has a, a really clearly defined breeding objective 
And then we're using the tools that are available to go through and accurately identify those animals which have the, the genetics, which are most aligned with that breeding objective. And, and if we tie those two things together, then we'll ultimately optimise the amount of genetic improvement that we're making within our Angus breeding programs. Welcome, Jake, to the podcast. If you don't mind, can you just introduce yourself to the listeners and your role at Angus Australia, please? Thanks, Shane. And uh, yeah, great to be back on the podcast. My name's Jake Phillips. I'm the Extension Manager here at Angus Australia in the member engagement area of the business. I've been with Angus Australia for about 18 months and have met many of our members and I'm actually based in Narracourt in South Australia. Cool. So... We're here discussing and wrapping up 2022. So when you think back to the year that was 2022, what words come to mind? I think, Shane, for me, um, on all sorts of fronts, um, is extremes. That That is 2022 in a nutshell. Whether we're talking about cattle prices, weather events, um, biosecurity risks, um, you know, the borders reopening. <laughs> that seems like so long ago, but that was actually only this year. You know, uh, having the fourth CEO ever in Angus, Australia uh, coming in. So really, I think, you know, all of those things are, you know, things that don't happen very often or, or ever. So um, certainly a year of extremes. And really, if it didn't happen in 2022, is it even worth talking about? I don't know. <laughs> I actually now that you've said that thinking back I'm like oh that stuff seems a million years ago but like you said it all happened this year it's weird to think of it like that <laughs> crazy crazy so in terms of your department or the areas that you work in at Angus Australia what have been the biggest talking points or areas of development in your department in 2022 I think certainly there's been an underlying yeah, sentiment about getting back to business on the back of the pandemic and for our department, that means getting back to the people. So we're certainly in the people side of the business, in extension, member engagement, education, whatever you want to call it. It's about getting in front of more people um, and providing things that they find value in, whether that be online. But certainly this year, we've been able to have the opportunity to get in front of more people face to face from school children to stock agents to established members or even new members just starting out in the game. So that's been particularly enjoyable. We've obviously had our, you know, our um, our core offering of extension programs in, in extension through some of our online services. We've had webinars this year, which have been particularly successful. But I think one of the highlights for me uh, in my whole career, not just here at Angus Australia, has certainly been Gen Angus, uh, the ACMIA Gen Angus Future Leaders Program. It's turned into really one of the flagship, I'm probably biased here, but I would say the flagship program that we that we offer uh, for 18 to 40 year olds that are starting out in, in their own uh, slice of the business. And that might be by going through succession or it might be that they're first generational business owners or farmers. It's extremely um, highly rated from those that have attended and I'm, re I'm very confident, Shane, that it changes people's lives for the better. So we're very proud of that. Of course, some of our other programs like Spring Bull Night uh, continues to be extremely popular. 
And um, over the time period that, that the 2022 Spring Bull Night premiered in August, it actually was the most viewed Angus Australia video you know, year to date in that time slot. And it's very much on track to take the overall title as being the most viewed video, which we're not quite there yet, but it is very close. So um, that, that continues to build year to year. Let's not also forget the Angus Youth Roundup came back to Wodonga in October and we've seen over 100 young people from across Australia attend that great event of um, three days of learning to show cattle and learning about, learning about the industry and taking part in, in junior judging and handling and all those types of fun things. And more recently, the annual enhancements to the TASE evaluation uh, was released in December and that has been one of the most uh, significant uh, updates or enhancements to that evaluation um, ever and certainly in the last 10 years uh, since it was last um, conducted in terms of the variance components so the some of the adjustment factors the variance components updating of um, heritabilities as well as the introduction of a couple of uh, ebvs for, for new animals including docility for most of the the Angus population and also leg angle um, EBVs becoming available as well. So there's a lot to lot to work through there, Shane, but it's been a big year for 2022. Let's let's say that. Yeah, no, and definitely getting out face to face has really contributed to a lot of that, I think. So that's that sounds great. So when you look forward to 2023, what does it look like from your perspective? Well, let's just hope that we can I suppose start 2023 with a, a bit of momentum and, and a clean slate, which we haven't been able to do for a few years with, with yeah. the pandemic and various other things going on. But operationally, I think our members will be pleased to know that we are keeping some of our old favourites and, and the um, tried and tested parts of our programs that people enjoy and engage with. But importantly, we've got new activities planned across both youth and also uh, extension more broadly. And some of those things for our younger listeners um, will be bus trips and, and production tours. Uh, and we're planning one to southeast Queensland for mid-year and that will open um, shortly. And we've also recently offered cadetships with industry partners such as NH Foods, Auctions Plus and Acmea, which are open now. And they're new activities where we're really trying to get some of our younger members to be able to have the opportunity to really get their teeth into career opportunities or, or learning things off farm um, that they may not otherwise get the opportunity to do. So that's always always encouraging and exciting to, to bring those things to life. From a member engagement point of view, we certainly have um, a fair bit of travel planned and, and being able to go and see our members from across the various uh, parts of New Zealand all the way through to the mainland of Australia and, and, um, and Tasmania as well. So we're very much looking forward to engaging with our members on farm and, and helping them understand their breeding objective further, some of their performance recording strategies and genotyping strategies as well, which is a, an incredibly evolving space. So we do particularly enjoy that. I suppose one of the other things we're particularly looking forward to, Shane, is looking outside the box about new areas where Angus cattle uh, are having some success and, and we're looking to look at ways how we can support that and that might be uh, in areas such as central australia uh, parts of western australia even the dairy industry and and, in, in, um, and also new zealand so we're very keen to look outside of some of those areas that are traditionally reaching a, a maturity in terms of how many angus cattle or angus influence cattle are in those areas and looking more broadly 
uh, at some of those more developing areas where Angus cattle are playing a key role um, in those production areas. So that's a bit of an overview of what 2023 looks like. To summarise that, it probably looks busy, I suppose. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> There's a bit going on. Yeah, absolutely. So as we wrap up our little chat here, is there anything that you'd like to remind members about when we're heading into 2023? Look, I think it's a great time that once you get through Christmas and New Year, um, you've spent that time with your family, you're probably going to be heading into the Southern Bull Sale season or, or you'll be... Um, starting to look at what replacement females you might have within your herd. So I think that's an important time to work out what your game plan is and just ask yourself some questions around what is your target market? How are you going to get there and, and when do you want to get there? And start to establish what tools are available to help you get there um, to your to your end goal. So I think that's an important time just for some self-reflection within the business and within the breeding program. Make sure that you set a breeding objective that's measurable um, over time. And, and I think those types of things are, are, are good to do across that start of the year to make sure that you, you're on track for the, for the following 12 months. The other point I'd just raise, Shane, is um, one of the consistent messages we have for all sorts of reasons is just make sure that you ensure that you're collecting your DNA samples and submitting them in a timely manner. Certainly well ahead of, of cattle that you might be considering to offer for sale or as replacements so you have that information available to, to make an informed decision when the time comes. So other than that, Shane, I just hope all of our listeners and members have a, a really Merry Christmas and a great New Year with their friends and family. And uh, we look forward to seeing you all out on the road somewhere across Australia and New Zealand. Perfect. Well, thanks for joining us, Jake. Thanks, Shane. Always a pleasure. Thanks for joining us, Barney. You're welcome, can, Shane. Can you just introduce yourself and your role at Angus Australia? Okay, I'm uh, Bernard Beatty, but known as Barney. Um, I'm the Member Services Manager at Angus Australia. So this is your first time on the podcast. How don't exciting. be too, <laughs> don't be and too very nervous. nervous. You're welcome. I guess just as a start off, this isn't actually, I've thrown you a curveball already, but uh, how's it been your first sort of 12 months in the position? Very, very interesting and challenging to say the least. Um, it's been enjoyable, so but a very, very steep learning curve for me. So it's uh, been quite rewarding and um, I've enjoyed the time with, the, with, with Angus and the team that I've got. So yeah, Perfect. exciting. And what words come to mind when you reflect on the year that was 2022? Okay, hectic, busy challenging and also rewarding as well so great and what have been the biggest talking points or areas of development from your department in the last 12 months i suppose the um, continued development with angus tech's been a, an exciting thing because it's getting close to reality i think they're hoping that it'll be a, a real thing early next year so we're really excited about that it will be challenging as well but we're still developing and learning that which is good and Obviously, some personnel changes throughout the year as well. So we've had a few staff come and go and a few people go on maternity leave. So, yeah, a few challenges there, but it's been exciting times this year. And going forth into 2023, what does that year look like from your perspective? Okay, I think we'll be hitting the ground running, I believe, with the markets being as good as they are and hopefully they'll continue to do so. I know that that's an exciting time for our members and no doubt we'll continue to proceed with what we're doing throughout the year, keeping, you know... Our members happy and let's hope our climate's our friend, I hope. Get away from the wet weather and the and the 
yeah, fires and all that sort of stuff. Is there anything that you would like to remind members of heading into the new year from your perspective? To have fun and enjoy life. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> um, but also, I suppose, just from our member services perspective, it's all about making sure timely submissions of data and information to us. I think people got sales coming up. This is probably a bit of rhetoric that goes around a fair bit, but with sales coming up, make sure that you do... We can't stress enough the importance of getting data into us in a timely fashion. And also, obviously, beginning next year, we've got the autumn, autumn inventory that no doubt you'll be getting some emails from our members. So please uh, read your emails and respond. And just have a safe and happy and festive season, basically, is what I would like to share with you guys. Perfect. Well, thank you for joining us for the first time and we we'll hope to be speaking to you again on the podcast, Barney. Good on you. Thanks, Shane. Much appreciated. I'm David Cameron and I'm the financial controller for the Angus Society. Great. So, David, what words come to mind when you reflect on 2022? So, 2022, change is the biggest thing with the new CEO coming in, restructuring of departments, uh, changes to reporting to reflect that. And, of course, the other big thing was the New Zealand members coming in, bringing their inventory over towards the end of 2022. Great. So what have been the biggest talking points in your department in 2022? Well, the biggest talking points were, rather than talking points, areas of development, I guess, changing the systems to to, to reflect New Zealand dollars so that the New Zealand members could pay and see their bills, etc., in New Zealand currency and to make our systems operate in dual currency rather than just Aussie dollars. So when you look forward to 2023, what does it look like? 2023 is going to be a bit of a challenging year for the society because uh, we've got quite a few projects with MLA coming off. So we'll have slightly diminished revenues, but the society is extremely well placed to weather all of this and we should come out of it in 2024. Is there anything that you would like to let members know heading into the new year? Yes, so memberships that'll be done, uh, that'll be renewed in February, autumn inventory in March and also just to remind members, uh, any members with exceptional circumstances from floods etc, just to ring us and have a chat and I'm sure we'll be able to work things through. And besides that, Merry Christmas to uh, all the members. Thank you. And that brings us to the end of today's episode. A huge, huge thank you goes to all of our listeners for tuning in not only to this episode, but all the episodes that we have released of Behind the Beef this year. And we hope that you have enjoyed them just as much as we have enjoyed bringing them to you. Another big thank you goes to the various guests that have given their time and joined us on Behind the Beef this year, sharing their stories and insights into the beef industry. We so greatly appreciate all the support that we have received once again in 2022 and we will be back again in 2023. So make sure you are keeping an eye out for our first episode to drop in the new year. In the meantime, to tide you over into the new year, 
Make sure you have a listen to all of our previous episodes of Behind the Beef that cover off all things Angus. If there are any suggestions of topics that you would like to hear from us in the new year, make sure you send through any suggestions to communications at angusaustralia.com.au because we would love to hear from you. And that's all we have time for. As always, make sure you follow and subscribe to Behind the Beef and leave a five-star rating or review. And follow and like Angus Australia and Angus Youth Australia on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and LinkedIn. From Angus Australia to the Angus family, we wish you all a very merry and safe Christmas and a prosperous new year wherever you are in the world. And we look forward to sharing more Behind the Beef with you in 2023.